0: Welcome to the Generic Board Game Podcast. All the gaming content you could possibly want at a fraction of the price.
1: I'm your American host, Philip Millman. And I'm your European host, Vic, or Vic from NaveCon, or Victor, or... Whatever you like, really, um, and you're very welcome back. Are we back? Is this us back again?
0: I, I, I think this is us back again. Are, are, are you still part of the EU? I can't keep track of what's going over there. We are. You're Europe. thinking
1: of the UK? Yeah, they're they're oh. a different bunch. Yeah. <laughs> are are
0: they less sober? More sober? Uh, it sober. depends on your <laughs> definition
1: of sober. Yeah, <laughs> uh, as in you know, of good standing or, um, it's debatable. Well, but. What are we here for, Philip? What are we here for?
0: So uh, we have not been podcasting in quite some time, mm-hmm. and with the Dukes of Dice uh, get hanging up their podcasting cleats, as it were, to use the sports metaphor, I mm-hmm. thought it would be good. And actually, it was Vic who thought it would be good if we restarted. And it's been a, it's been a little bit too long. Part of it has been me. I've not been able to find time to really focus on podcasting because. You wonderful people, you might hear us for thirty or forty minutes blathering on, but it takes a couple of hours to edit these things mm-hmm. because I don't speak well. I have a lot of silent gaps as I think through my next brilliant, intelligent thing I'm going to say, and uh, I need to edit that, so it takes a little bit of time. But uh, yeah, we are back. Uh, hopefully, we'll we'll make this a a regular occurrence. And uh, so, how how did COVID
1: treat you? back in uh, the emerald isle it was um i think we're still suffering from ptsd here uh now we're back out and so on um i don't know what the initials stand for but um it's funny i was talking to a friend of mine and he's still a little bit nervous about going outside but the majority of people are back doing what they do but it's not the same the world has changed as you well know Uh I agree. Uh,
0: By the way, for those that don't know, PTSD is post-traumatic stress syndrome. I don't know why there's the D there, but there you go. Um, Because I guess they can't do piss. uh, (laughs) 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 Well, I I might have to edit that out. Maybe not. Yeah, Uh, (laughs) yeah, maybe not. It'll work in Europe. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, it's here too. I mean, we have some people, and I don't know if you have that in Ireland, who – Uh, thought that COVID was a complete hoax and that nobody died from it. And then other people on the other side of the spectrum that thinks if you get COVID, uh, you will find yourself uh, imminently six feet under. I've had COVID, uh, one of the later strands, uh, and I'm fully vaccinated. Uh, I've had one of each shot. I've had Uh, The J&J shot is my first shot. And then I had my first booster was Moderna. My second booster was Pfizer. I'm on all three 5G networks. So I really get good reception. (laughs) Uh, Have you had
1: COVID? Uh, I don't believe I have. It was in my family. Now, I I have a weird kind of knack of not getting things. And I know I'm tempting fate by saying that. Uh, (laughs) Normally, when things come into our house, sick-wise, I tend to avoid them, however the hell I do it. And I think I avoided COVID, but my wife had it. And my, uh, I think one of my kids had it. Um, but yeah, it was, it, we're very lucky. We were vaccinated and so on. So we it didn't have as bad an effect as it could. We came out of it Got well. it.
0: Yeah, yeah I, I had it and then my wife got it. And then shortly thereafter, um, my daughter, her husband, and my brand new grandson yeah. Uh, since the last time we've podcasted, well uh, I had nothing to do with it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well done, yeah, but, <laughs> here, yeah no, right. I'm, I'm very happy. So we, ha- we, I now have a six month old grandson. Wow his his name is Ari. Uh, he uh, is very serious when he's playing, so he's just like his grandfather on that. And uh, but otherwise, he he's you know smiling and joking and. Uh, and all of that good fun so i think you know maybe in
1: another six to 12 months i can get him to play food chain magnet you, you can never start too young it's important no. to get them in young i see photographs of facebook of memories of me with the kids at like two years old and three years old getting them kind of reading rules and so on and in all fairness they do a better job of me learning the rules and they still do um that's fantastic! Congratulations, grandson. Thank you. Wonderful. Thank yeah. you. That's that's a big no, thing. It's, yeah. Yeah. It's
0: very exciting. It's very exciting. So uh, now that the world has moderately opened up, I uh, you know have you been to a con of
1: any sort? I know. I believe that uh, you might be having a con coming up. I do. We have Nave Con coming up um, on the third of September in Limerick in Ireland, and Believe it or not, it's the third Navecon that's run since COVID. Uh, we had one uh, last year, uh, or sorry, no, did we have it at the start of the year? Yeah, we had the start of the year back in our, our regular hunt, which is in uh, Hotel Limerick. and then we had one last year, uh, just after COVID stopped in a in an arcade um, bar venue, which was kind of a smaller get together, but still a lot of fun i haven't been to any games cons but i've ran a few um so we were kind of like greyhounds waiting for the all clear to to just get going with um with, with board game cons we couldn't wait i mean even during covid we were still playing online with each other um through tabletop simulator and so on but we just couldn't wait to get face to face it's not the same as you know so yep we've had we've had a few since then, and a few have run, but we haven't got outside the country. I haven't anyway to attend anything. I'm yeah, september so so another uh, before well, this podcast, if it wasn't was my it, yeah. if it
0: wasn't my thirty second anniversary i I might have decided to come and and do it, but unfortunately i I might have to wait until your next one, which I believe is in March,
1: April. yeah, that's exactly it. We have a kind of vague plan on that. I have some dates there. Um, It just has to tie in with various other things. But yeah, it'll be next year, twice a year, kind of March, April, September, October time. Well,
0: if it's not on Passover, uh, I will actually try to make it because I do think that the Commissioner Ralph trophy (laughs) for which I was awarded due to my three consecutive world (laughs) championships. That's very impressive, yeah exactly three consecutive world championships for baseball highlights 2045 uh i don't know if you saw but i've announced uh that i'm retiring oh, okay. from the competition circuit undefeated and we're putting undefeated and well no I, that's i wish it was true it was undefeated but no the first two championships i i did not win you oh, didn't win um, oh okay okay yeah but i'd won the last three oh, i got you got you. So, yeah so you know i, I had this to work up to it you know yeah, no, I, I'll, I'll take it. You know, but like Rocky Marciano, Mach, I'm going to leave on top. And we're putting together a, another world championship for a very large board game convention here in the United States in Columbus, Ohio, called Origins. Uh, Eagle Griffin Games, who is the maker of Baseball Highlights 2045, uh, has agreed to sponsor it. So they're going to help, uh, you know, bring enough games so that we can have comp- competitions. And I will not be playing. I will be officiating, and whoever wins uh, will then have the burden of being the champion and being the ambassador for Baseball Highlights 2045, Mm. like I have been, where I've spent many an hour telling folks uh, what a great game it is, and of my – Amazing tales of three consecutive world championships. Three, yeah. Which, if you've seen, if you've seen the pictures, people are just riveted and they're just excited to to see me, to see the trophy, and to hear about these amazing ta- I, tales I, of wonder
1: for hours on end. I could be more excited. <laughs> you could be more excited. I'm sure. <laughs> so you're you're effectively Mike Tyson. You're you're not actually boxing, but people still respect you and won't message uh, well
0: uh, yeah let's, let's let's yeah people will still respect me let's let's let's, let's leave it that. At that yeah let's just leave it at that yeah
1: I, and that will not get edited out anyway uh, so but, listen um, it's not shame yeah. it's not shame i'm trying to learn that it's not the shelf of shame it's the shelf no. of opportunity is that right right
0: that is right. So the way that I look at it, and and this is going to be going on a little bit of a philosophical rant here, but I, and I've done it multiple times, so this is not new to anybody who knows me, even for a few minutes. The shelf of shame is game shaming, and 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 I don't think we should ever shame a game for not being played. It's not the game's fault mm-hmm. that it hasn't been played. Oh yeah. Nor, nor is it really the fault of the individual. Sometimes life gets in the way, and you know sometimes new shiny objects come in and, and and you want to play those as well. And, and that's all, all okay. So what I've thought of it is, is more from a physics perspective, right? Uh-huh. Uh, you know, you know, potential energy, potential, which are games yeah. that are, yeah, yeah, which are games. Kinetic, yeah. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So in that respect, every game is a untapped opportunity for enjoyment, mm. So therefore, as opposed to a game of shame, which is really kind of you know negative, negative, yeah, and I think yeah, I don't too much negative energy there. I'm being very Californian at the moment. I think we should just lift up games, you know, not necessarily put them on a pedestal, but certainly put them on our calyxes, and say, hey, this is an opportunity for us to have fun, for us to get together. For us to, you know, trash talk each other, if it's the type of game where you can trash talk. do you do another. that?
1: I, I, that's not something our group would be familiar with, like trash talking other players. It's, it's not, yeah, <laughs> Ireland is not known no, for trash no, talking. No, a, no, 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 no. we would. The respect Irish are nothing but. The, we yes, would be mindful. Exactly. We would be considered of the other person's feelings, and we would we would do cat's tumbles to ensure that the other player, um just enjoys the experience and doesn't feel in any way threatened. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Uh, Yeah. That reminds me of uh, Brendan
0: Gleeson's role in the, in the Garda. Oh yeah. You know, where he's just the the kindest, gentlest, uh, least, least uh, bigoted individual that you will have ever met. Great movie. A great movie. Uh, Vic turned me on to it. It's called the Garda or the guard. Um, It's very funny, but it does put an interesting light on Irishman, an Irish cop from a very rural uh, northwest Ireland. Anyway, so so, let's talk about,
1: I mean, how big is your shelf of opportunity? My shelf of opportunity was – It was pretty good for a while there, but it kind of got away from me like, say, twins in a shopping centre. And, you know, I just kept adding to it. I was down to, you know, I feel like a Bridget Jones diary where I'm talking about how many cigarettes I've had. But uh, I was down to maybe a dozen games. And now I'm back up to about 30 odd games, all of which need to be played. Um, And I have I've, I've even got to the point where it's like. I have ticks beside ones that will never ever get played but i still can't release them it's, you know the monkey trap thing where the monkey puts its hand into the jar and just can't I get. do it. yeah it's kind of like yes. that with games and and my um my real poison is gmt games i the chances of playing gmk games are pretty low and i keep adding to it because i love a good gmt game not that i know because i haven't played that many but I do like an LGMT game.
0: Well, uh, I, I have quite a few on my
1: shelf of opportunity I'm GMT the, games. I'm looking at your podcast, or sorry, your Facebook thing, and I am judging you. Uh, as, yeah. well you should, yeah. as well you should. As well you should. Everybody
0: should judge. I mean, for me, it's been more of, you know, I get really busy, and so, you know, I'm one of these, you know, fortunately I have a decent income, um, and and then as sales come up, I say, oh, you know, this is a game I could possibly want to play. I've heard interesting things about it. Let me pick it up. It's it's a good, you know, it, it's, a, it's, a good th- it's a game I don't have. It's a game I don't have. It has something interesting. It has good reviews. Let, let me pick it up because I'm, I'm sure I'll get to it soon, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, but part of the reason that I make a decent income is because I'm in jobs that require... Uh, a high level of skill and a lot of work mm-hmm. and I do have a lot of skill this, and I do work true. and I do work very hard um, and I do have skills outside of baseball highlights 2045. I just want to put it out there.
1: Um, and <laughs> although Sounds some people like would take and I have specific skills. Uh, <laughs> yes. I, yes. I have a particular set of skills.
0: I will uh, find that you, make you and I will play this game. Yeah. Yes. And in fact, my cat is named Liam. Oh, uh, so, yeah. <laughs> but it, it really is. Um, but, I, but I am now getting to the point in my life where I could, you know, I've, I've kind of stopped buying a lot of games um, and I really want to get through a lot of the games that I own. So uh, I, it's time. And so what I've committed to do is that every month I'm going to play three games that are new to me. I figure by sometime late 2026, I will be through my entire shelf of opportunity.
1: Because you won't buy any more games in between is what you're saying. You've, you've heard it here. It's on radio slash the internet. So it has to be true. Yeah. Yeah. We'll edit that one out as well. Um, I'm looking at your shelf of opportunity here. And there's a couple there now that I'm quite quite heavily judging you on I, I I admire your GMT stuff. One of them that jumps out at me is Seki Gahara, which is probably misspelt or mispronounced, but that's a game well worth playing. Yeah,
0: and that's one of the rare two player GMT games um, that are out there. And it is a game that I really do want to play. Um, what's interesting is the uh the d- game designer who uh, of Seki Gahara is also a major, he's made a lot of money in his life, mm-hmm. um, and he is a heavy ph- uh, philanthropist oh. um, and does a lot of philanthropy in the d c area. Okay. So uh, I have met him um, briefly. At one of these philanthropy galas, and it was it was actually kind of kind of interesting to meet with him and talk with him. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that is a game that is definitely high on my list to get done. Maybe I'll make that as one of my September games. It's well hard. worth
1: it. I've played it. I would say three, maybe four times in kind of over the course of a month or so um, mm-hmm. against a buddy of mine. I'm I'm, I'm kind of lucky in so far as I have a an office away from home. And I have occasionally I have one or two buddies that appear at lunchtime and Mm -hmm. we'll get a game played and um, lunch can run a little bit longer. But Sekigahara, I really, really like. It's a couple of clever mechanics in there. It's a little bit different to other GMT games. It's very good. The only thing I would say is now it is one kind of war. I kinda of would question how many times you'd play it because it kind of plays out the same. But then again, that was kind of how we were playing. But it's an excellent game. Really, really, really good. Um mm-hmm. I out of all the stuff I'm looking at there, that's my number one, apart from Twilight Struggle, which you have played, but um that's a really good one. I don't know the others <laughs> yeah. that well, but yeah, Seki Kahara, definitely try and play it if you can.
0: Yeah, I mean, what you can't see and what he's looking at is a, a um, post that I did on the board game group on Facebook, of which I am uh, one of 18 admins, because it is a 60, almost 64,000 member group. Wow. Um, I, I took, there's two uh, calixes, one a four by four, for those that don't know, Calyxes are IKEA bookshelves. Uh, I have a four by four and a three by three bookshelf and the three by three I just put all my GMT games into one area so that they're all kind of together, as well as the uh, Splatter games and the Spielworks games, uh, as well as the um, Capstone games. Um, But some of them have been played, some of them haven't. But, uh, you know, I I do think I need to get to Sekigahara because it is a game uh, that uh, is two player. And I think it's something that I could possibly play with, uh, you know, either my wife or, or another friend of mine. Because I I do have friends, Vic.
1: No, i I yeah, no, no, no. You've mentioned that several times to me. In in fact, you've kind of underlined that and kind of bolded us that I have friends. I I thought you were kind of protesting it a bit much, but look, friends, friends, they're all great. Um, Did you see my shelf of shame listed there? I did. I did. I I think jump out. Yeah, there was a couple that, so
0: I've played Falling Sky. Oh, um, okay. uh, I don't own it, but I have played it, and it and it does require a block of time. But it's one of those brilliant coin games mm-hmm. uh, that I would highly recommend, and that is something definitely to play. Um, another one, and this is one that's going to get me a lot of hate, uh, especially from uh, my buddy Simon. Yes, uh, Forum Tringium. I I've played it. Um, it's a Feld game. It did not move me. Oh. I did own it, and then I sold it. Oh. So that's a game that I'm kind of like, um, you might like it and people do. It didn't, it did not. I mean, I played it twice and I just like, you know what? I'm done. I sold it. uh, And people have hated me for it. The other game that I definitely think you should do is Orleans. Orleans is such a great bag building game. Hmm. It's, it's, if it's, it is certainly it's probably my favorite bag building game. Oh. Um, I have several bag building games that I do like that I like quite a bit, um, and my two favorite are Orleans um, and Automobiles, which is a racing game, a bag building racing game that is actually, in my opinion, brilliant. Okay, it does not get enough love, uh, but I definitely think it's a it's a great game. I uh, and, that, and then and um, then. Hmm. And then Pericles, which the the GMT game Pericles, it's a game everybody should play, but it's not for everyone. And that one is just, it's a little odd in a lot of different ways, but it's a great, I think it's a good game, but I have a deep love of, of, uh, the Thucydides Peloponnesian Wars Mm -hmm. where it, you know, it really highlights the genius of Pericles. Uh, so it, it may be more that I love Pericles from his historical context than the game. And that's kind of leveraging one off, but Pericles is one that I've seen people love and I've seen people not love, but I do think it's a game that should be played, but it it, it does require a little bit of commitment to get it played.
1: Yeah. I I really like the idea of it. I know there's a whole mechanic there where you're kind of fighting against your own guys to get your way, but at the same Mm -hmm. time you're fighting the enemy enemy uh but you're trying to do it on your terms so i i I really like the idea of that it's almost like almost like two traitor games in one and i do like a traitor game um you have undaunted there as well have you had a crack at that at all i have
0: not so that was a game that i got in a trade um i got rid of god what did i get rid of Oh, so I think that was the one where I got rid of Mex vs Minions. So I played Mex vs. Minions. You know, it's a clever little game. It's 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 more of a campaign game, you know, lots of beautiful little miniatures. It really doesn't it really is a one shot. It's it's not a it's not a true legacy, but it's kind of a tenth place campaign game. And it was lovely. So um, I traded that for um Undaunted and Isle of Cats. Okay. Uh which you know, I which somebody had gotten, and so it's sort of new and shrink at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, I haven't I... played it, but it's it's but it's something that you know it's sort it's definitely something I'd be
1: interested. In. I do like World War II, sure. and I I think it'd be kind of cool. I have played a good bit of Undaunted um, for a game that cost maybe twenty quattloos or so. It's um, mm-hmm. it it packs an awful lot of punch. You have 20 different scenarios. I think there's 20 odd scenarios or maybe less, but each one you can replay over and over. And the first maybe five or six are introducing new units. So the first time you play, you set up the Mm -hmm. map and you just have riflemen and the machine gun. Then you kind of, the next time the next mission is you're playing that and you got like one side has got a mortar and then you play, Mm -hmm. you know, mission three and somebody's got snipers and so on. And then after maybe three or four games, of this, now you don't have to play them in any order. You can just jump in at any stage. There isn't a campaign or anything. You can, mm-hmm. you know, you are introducing all the units, and it's very, very clever. Um, I, I mean, it could benefit from minis, and I've seen people, you know, use replaced little cards at minis, but it's, it's, you know, it's quite fine the way it is. It's really, really good. I mean, it's really, mm-hmm. really good. There is a real kind of feeling of. You know, when certain stuff was going on, you're you're playing it going, oh, will I make a dash for it here and get closer? Or, mm-hmm. you know, will I will I kind of just sit back and try and use the mortar to take them out in the machine? gun, really, really good. And it's never one-sided. So I liked it a lot. And um, oh. there's a couple of expansions. Um, I haven't got to the right. expansions, but I've definitely played a lot of the base game. And I think there's a lot of playment in it, play, play play in it so yeah Mm -hmm. um nice yeah did you play root at all i have not
0: so uh if if you take a look uh at my picture Mm -hmm. it is um all of it it's the first yeah i have all of them because i'm a completionist yeah but if you take a look at the first picture on the bottom row uh there's an entire section that is just root yeah and so I need to get that played. Um, you know, I I'm, I'm I am friendly with Cole Worley. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I respect his work, and quite frankly, one of his games is my number three game of all time, which is uh, PAX Premiere. Okay, uh, yeah, never played edition. that. Oh gosh, that is such a great game. Um, I've heard that. I uh, you know, it's a great game when. Your wife, uh, well, in this case, my wife of thirty some odd years says, "While we're playing, if there was a way I could assassinate you, I would." <laughs> yeah, I, I... and and it just and 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 that just brought a tear to my eye. Of that that's so lovely. Yeah. Um I, I cannot speak highly enough of Pax Premiere. Um, there was another game that came out by the same. Well, I guess it wasn't the same artist, but it uh, it was called Fort, which was supposed to be kind of a a uh I don't know how to put it a a poor man's glory to Rome you know it's a multi-use card game with a very cute theme
1: oh yeah but, yeah yeah it, this is from the same yeah I got it can't say I liked it I I thought I would yeah mm-hmm doesn't work yep. for
0: me and yeah and so I, I mean I love multi-use card games I really do fort I played three times and I'm like what am I missing here? So I played um, played it one more time with a bunch of my friends, and we all came to the same conclusion. It's just missing one something to make it a good game. And I found it very meh, and so that also got sold very quickly.
1: I would say to you that there is this is a Desert Island game route because even the base game, first of all, you need four people that are committed to play it. And it has to be mm-hmm. four forget it with three well you can kind of play with three now mm. i, I watch i did with this and what we did um during cover is we played a good bit of this on the digital version and mm. that's a lot of fun and i wound up with you know all of it and so on i really mm. loved it but even the base game you've got four very different um races in there and even though it's cutesy and so on it's absolutely we cutthroat, um, but even the amount of gameplay we would have—I uh, reckon—we've played thirty, forty games of it, and that's just with the base game. And we still have not figured everything out of the base. We've tried kind of playing with the first expansion, and we are still mm-hmm. learning it, even after like five or six games.
0: Wow! And, and you still enjoy it because yeah, that was one of oh, the yeah.
1: one of the criticisms of um.
0: You know, what is it? Sit down and shut up, or mm-hmm. shut up and sit down? Yeah. Um, oh, those guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, those the, those tall blokes out of uh, England. Yeah. yeah. And they are tall. That was one of the weird things. I I met them, and I didn't realize because they're all so tall mm-hmm. that you don't realize how tall they are. And it, it should have clicked because the guy who uh, the guy Quins right, who's the who's been doing it since day one,
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, Quins's Quins was actually a Olympic caliber rower until he hurt some body part and couldn't row anymore. Whoa. And most and most rowers are, you know, really tall and built just like Quinns mm. Uh so but it's really you know he's like 6'6, six, six. he's like 6'5, 6'6. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I don't know what that is in 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 the metric system. We, because I'm, we I'm do No,
1: we measure in we measure in in feet and inches for people's height okay. still. Um, so yeah, that's that's pretty big. And the same with uh, weight, people measure it in stone and pounds. Um, that's interesting. All
0: right. Well, I'm am a lot of stone. I'm a lot of stone. Right. Let's just put it that way. I'm like I'm like twelve stone, fourteen stone, something like that.
1: That's there's a uh, big difference. The um <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> the, true. I, just I should really <laughs> yeah, look that up. Yeah. The um yeah, one of those. I'm I'm one or the other. One is good. one is not too good. It, well, you know, I'm the perfect weight it's just my height is off. <laughs> if I was six foot six, I'd be the perfect weight. Um Kalus, you haven't played that? I'm shocked. Um,
0: at- I played in I think I've played it once, um, and it was it was a while ago. I mean, it was probably six, seven years ago. Yeah, it's- um, at BGG, and and I don't remember it. I think I played it. I, I, I and I remember if I remember correctly, it was a slightly mean game. But I don't consider it really, I, I, I haven't, I'm going to consider that unplayed just because I, I'm not sure if I played it and I really want to sit down learn the rules and really play it because I've heard really good things about it.
1: It's, you know what? I played it a long, long time ago. Then I bought it again because, well, I picked it up at the buy and sell at NaveCon and uh, for a song and thought, okay, I'll get this and try it out. And I, I had fond memories of it and I thought it's fine. I think it's aged a little bit from back in the day because it was new and it was this whole kind of restrictive thing on and grabbing spots and, and worker placement and it was a new kind of concept and it's still fine in the same way as if you've ever played um, Dominion um, like that's aged as well even though it introduced a lot of new things into games um, as in card collecting but they, it's been done better since then um looking at die marker i'm or die macker macker die marker, the die macher that's exactly it that's an interesting game ah uh, yeah and and that's one that
0: i really want to get to the table it's it's high on the list um probably not the september list but certainly by the end of the year i also think it needs multiple players it's a uh you know, basically, it's a it's a voting game yeah. and it's a politics game, uh, which I find very interesting. Um, I mean, it's German politics as opposed to American politics, and I know nothing of German politics uh, post uh, World War II. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I'm, I'm interested in seeing how it plays. Uh, I'm interested in. Um, I really want to get that one to the table. I've heard a lot of good things about it, but uh, you know, it it again, it's one of those that needs a little bit of commitment to learn how to play. Sure. And I need,
1: and, and that one definitely needs more than two players. Oh god, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I remember playing it some years back and thinking, I'm not going to win all of these sections, so I'm going to concentrate in one or two, and that just wasn't enough. But it was a strategy of sorts. Anything on my list there that's jumping out at you that? should be played i and know orleans and, and actually i do have a valid excuse um teacher um the dog ate my homework you no, the, the valid excuse i have or for Orleans is i decided um because i like to bling a game um i decided to print 3d print capsules for the coins and for the pieces And also get the five player expansion and also get the whatever the expansion that was recommended to me. I think it's Traders and I can't remember. There's a couple of expansions for early on. One is highly recommended. And I wound up on what I thought was quite a small project, 3D printing capsules for them. And took about a month, mm. and it's been trolling in the corner since, and hasn't got to the table. So I need to le- learn the rules. I might pull it out at Navecon and get an expert to teach me.
0: Uh, well, if, yeah, I mean, hopefully I can. I'll visit you in 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 the spring. But sure. I would definitely say that uh, Orleans. The first thing I would recommend. Um, now I, I I love the game. Uh, the the intrigue. That's it. Uh, yeah, trade and intrigue. I think is a is a very valuable, excellent um, expansion, and I highly recommend it. The other thing that I, I recommend, and I, I don't know if you can get in Ireland, but you certainly can get in the United States, is that the BGG store, which is Board Game hmm. Geek, uh, which has a, a, the world's largest database of board games, uh, has these things called um, Geek Bits or Oh, sure, Geek yeah, Bits. yeah. I'm familiar with yeah. them, and I've seen a few of them at, at cons. So the, they they have for Orleans, um, instead of those little uh, wood, not wood, I'm sorry, cardboard um, bits, right, for, you know, the bag building, mm-hmm. they have like nice thick plastic ones. Lovely. And, and I love that because sometimes those those little cardboard discs get stuck and you don't you can't feel them and you can't pull them out. Yeah. So I highly recommend the uh, plastic bits that, you know the, the the upgrades that is sold by BGG. It's really really good, and and it's also got a nice tactile feel to it. So that 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 to me is a big upgrade. But I love Orleans. Um, I, I play. I've played it uh, at least twice in the last six months, probably, which is a lot because I haven't been playing as many games as as I would like. Um, one thing that I did do is. I, well, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> so, uh, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll get to that later. It's sort of like an old Monty Python line, uh, <laughs> but yeah, I would say Orleans. I think that's probably the biggest one. Um, you know, Forum Trinjium. If you are a Feld fan, you'll like it. If you are not, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I would say Falling
1: Sky. Yeah, no, the the GMD stuff. I love. I need to get to. There is um, what's it called? Conquest and Consequences. I am just rare to play i've played Mm. triumph and tragedy which is the european version so that's basically russia versus um germany versus the allies and that's fantastic game i I played it it's a three-player game and sometimes three-player games can be hit and miss but this is just out of this world like really really good we we've played it maybe half a dozen times over the last few years. And we've had all had different outcomes. I mean, the last time we mm. played Russia and Germany worked together because the allies were, a, was a quite a strong player and we kept them out of the war until kind of 1945 or so, at which point mm. oh, we destroyed Europe's um, economy and kept the Americans out of the war. And it was, I can't remember who actually won it. I think it might've been Germany and maybe it was Russia. Um, but it it was a completely different game, but it was believable, you know. So I love that. So the triumph and tragedy and and con- conquest and consequences is a similar rule set, a couple of changes, but this time it's Japan versus the Allies versus China, I think, or neutrals, and it's a different map, and I'm I'm, I'm really eager to play that. So that's one I want to get out, and I'm glad of be reminded of it along with all the others i want to play
0: exactly exactly it's just we need to we need to find time to play and do it so before we move on just very briefly what have you been playing uh recently that you've enjoyed
1: um i have played the thing if you remember uh the movie the thing back from 1984 and i think there was a new one that i haven't seen but it's the whole thing of an alien coming to uh Uh, a a research station in the arctic and infiltrating in and starting to infect people or in this case players Mm. it's a little bit like Battlestar, but quite different insofar as there is a traitor for sure not a cylon it's 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 an alien Um, and what the all the players apart from the traitor are trying to do is uh, keep the place going but also work on an escape route so it could be the helicopter it could be the radio station to call in outside helper it could be the snow cat but there's a couple of rules in there that are magic um they they, they it's a twist on the um survivor slash traitor game and there's a just just there's a little bit of magic sauce sprinkled in there that makes the game that little bit better and mm. we've played it now maybe three or four times we played it with us with a larger group it'll play up to eight and again eight player games can be you know my experience of eight player games a lot of them are party games this is absolutely not a party game and you'll get this played even with eight players you'll get this played in two hours it's a fantastic experience and there's some great choices and the whole kind of paranoia and so on is 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 wonderful really recommend the thing what about yourself so i've been playing uh let's see what have
0: i been playing So um, I'm actually going to be playing Carnegie uh, tonight, so that's a new game, um, and I'm looking forward to it. It, It's the type of game that I like to play, Hmm. Um, but what have I been playing? So I went to a sort of a a gathering of friends um, last year, uh, a a board gamer who we were friends with uh, by the name of Chuck Yeager, not to be confused with the pilot Mm -hmm. of the same name. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, passed away. Ah. And so a bunch of us got together in Portland um, last month in July to, you know, remember him and to play some games. And so I got to play a bunch of games that I haven't really played in a while. Um, I did play Glory to Rome, which is a game that I I always enjoy. Uh, I played Red Cathedral, which I enjoy quite a bit. I got to be taught uh, by the designer, Evan Halbert, um, After the Empire, which is a a really kind of interesting game. Um, Oh, I I have that in my, it's actually in my shelf of uh, opportunity in that picture, but I have played it. It's just, uh, it's still in shrink. Um, What else did I get to play? I got to play uh, another bag building game, The Quacks of Okay, uh, which was, it was cute, nothing to write home about, but it was very cute. I got to play uh, Baseball Highlights 2045, which, you know, of course, I dominated. (laughs) Uh, You know, I I don't want to say anything. I I got to play Gutenberg, which I didn't enjoy as much as I thought I would. Um, It's clever. It's got some clever aspects to it. But I I don't think, you know, when you have those type of Euros, one of the things that people really like, what I like, is where you have – where you can do a move that can lead to another move that allow you to kind of stack Mm -hmm. intelligent decisions. And I didn't, and either, and I, and I won the game, but I didn't feel that I was stacking. I didn't have as much control about, you know, really creating some clever decisions. Yeah. So it, it was okay, but it's not something that I, a telephone call was just edited out. Please continue with the podcast. So uh, I played that, um, and I'm going to probably have to edit this. It's going to be a little weird. That's okay. Uh, and then um, the uh, – what was the other game that I played? Oh, and then uh, the by the guy who did uh, Wonderland's War, which is a game that mm. came out not too long mm-hmm. ago by Skylet. He has a new game coming out, and so I got to play test it. And it was not my type of game. It's very light. But it's actually very clever, and it has some interesting um, little twist to its mechanics. Uh, the guy is very much Portland, so he's. Um, and to know Portland, Oregon is to love Portland, Oregon. But it, it, it was, it was still, it was still very, very interesting. Um, I still enjoyed it, and it was just nice to have a gathering of friends where we could, you know, get together and play games. Which I, I suspect, NaveCon, um, you know. I, is somewhat similar it's not very big mm-hmm. uh relative to some of these other cons and most of the people are friends i mean not with you nick but without with them
1: with other folks <laughs> yeah well the uh, yeah the, um, the i have no answer to that no it, <laughs> w- what happened navecon is like a thursday night gaming session with friends that got out of control um but yeah it's got that vibe about it where people come in and it's one of the things that happens is it's not massively advertised and so on it's a very organic kind of a growth so we do i mean we do get quite an amount of, of new faces and so on but it still hasn't become diluted by too many people and um, the the vibe is still there of just i say like a lot of it comes down to the people that are there they they're They're all very similar. I mean, I've I've likened game groups to be like terrorist cells that they're all over the place, secretly working on games together, um, and one doesn't know the other. So, kind of having a a board game con like this, which is just board games and not competitive as such, outside of the the fun of winning a game or not winning a game, it means that different groups of gamers from around the country get to meet um but it is yeah no it's it, it is all friends in all fairness and I joke about it and so on but i've made some great friends uh, as far as i know um at from as a result of of navecon and we we do keep in touch a lot with with chat and and so on and it's become a kind of social thing where we would go together groups of us or we you know um would go to other games cons or organize weekends away or you know it's become a a, a real kind of friendly thing where when people are having events i mean i've been to a number of stag dos for weddings where it's with gamers so we all meet up we game beforehand um so yeah, no, it's it's that kind of friendly. Have your buddies around and play board games, but just on a larger scale. Well, I look forward to going to NaveCon one
0: day, uh, assuming that you know Ireland uh, still will let me into their
1: country. They don't know enough about you. Our our, our kind of secret service isn't as good as yours, so I reckon you'll <laughs> slip in. <laughs> you know <that's>, yeah. <laughs>
0: Well, I don't know. I mean, I I I look at the Irish citizenship requirements,
1: and it said you have to be of good moral character. Uh, so, okay. I, I yeah, that's. I, I'd be hundred percent honest with that. That was just thrown in there for a bit of a laugh. <laughs> <you know> <laughs> well, that, that's good to hear. Yeah. Well, Vic, this was an absolute pleasure.
0: Uh, I will. Uh, I, we, we definitely will be doing this again, and that we, you know, we have to pick up the, the, the uh, viewership that the Dukes of Dice are going to lose. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and I wish them the best of luck. And you know, I'm friends with Alex, and uh, you know, he's a great guy with a with a newborn. Well, I guess not that new, I guess nine months now, but uh, I, I, I wish them well. And uh, I, I appreciate you you know reaching out and saying, hey, and you know, kicking my ass and saying we have to do this again. So I do appreciate that. And, uh, you know, thanks
1: very much. Listen, it's an absolute pleasure chatting to you that the time flies by when we chat. And I mean, it's uh, it's a good evening so look let's do it again and if people listen it's a bonus (laughs) exactly
0: exactly well listen uh for everybody else uh keep playing more games
1: game more talk to you soon